Hello and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond with theme music by Jasula and me, your co-host Aaron, and of course my other lovely co-host Brianna. Say hi, Brianna again. Hi, Brianna. Fantastic. Uh, today we also <laughs> have um, another lovely guest with us, Chris Bissett. Say hi, Chris. Hi. Hi. Um, thank you so much for being with us today. Chris is a all-around cool person who is a musician, a writer, and a game designer from Manchester, UK. Um, they make games such as the Wretched and Alone SRD, which is a game system that I actually have played at least once on Gameplay Radio, if not more. Um, but they also run an any-nominated uh, blog about games called Loot the Room, uh, and they do a bunch of other cool stuff. Anything I'm missing, Chris? No, that's that pretty much covers it. <laughs> that's more thorough than I've ever been about myself. <laughs> um, I always wonder if it's like interesting to listen to other people kind of describe you while you're in the room. Um, it's so like bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I never get used to it. Uh, well, we're very glad you're here. Um, what would you say is your... Like, when you talk about, like, the things that you do in the tabletop role-playing game space, you obviously do a lot of different stuff. What kind of feels like a priority for you in being a I tabletop mean, role-playing games? My priority is always creating stuff. Um, I like writing games. I like writing content for games, and that's kind of my main thing i think that's what people know me for um but i'm also really interested in um i love uplifting other people and like shining a light on cool stuff and like just shouting about games that get me excited and the people who are doing important and good work and i just i really enjoy being enthusiastic about other people and other work and things that i could never dream of making it brings me a lot of joy Love that. that is such an awesome response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, not only do you do super cool things, but you also like pay it forward and like raise other people as you go up. That is so cool. I don't even think of it as paying it forward, really. Like, I don't know, that, that sounds so mercenary. Um, I, <laughs> like, I, just, I love games and I'm passionate about games and stories. And like the things that other people make are things that I would never dream of making. And you get into a hobby because of the things that other people make and it always seems really sad when people stop loving everyone else's work and just talk about themselves i hate that mm -hmm. uh what are some the what are some examples like what are some things that you've kind of discovered that have just been like really exciting for you for the past like year couple of years god there's been so much stuff um the stuff so much really cool stuff came out of people being in isolation mm. like um solo games as a whole have got really really big like obviously i've written some solo games but like stuff like um geon shims um like branching path games um that i'm gonna completely blank on the names of now and sound <laughs> like an idiot <laughs> but geon's run a few really massive kickstarters with really really cool um she calls them keepsake games because they're, they're like solo journaling games but you make something while you're while you're playing hmm. Oh, wow. So she had um, a game called The Field Guides to Memory, which was about um, legacy and the natural world and cryptids. And it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's so cool. And she started doing this thing where you get like a daily prompt 
via email to respond to. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's just something I'd never seen anyone do before. Like, obviously, I've written solo journaling games, and yeah. you, you get a book with all the prompts in, but having them come via email and playing them in real time with other people, playing them on Twitter mm-hmm. and seeing the things people are making, um, it just created such a cool sense of shared gaming at a time when we, people weren't able to play games together. Um, and I think they've been really, really important for a lot of people over the past year. Um, they've mm-hmm. definitely been important for me. Mm-hmm. They've been really good. And me as well. Um, I've really, over the course of the pandemic, gotten to a place of trying to meet as many gaming people and different storytelling people in the past like year of doing gameplay radio. I guess year and a half now. Yikes, what is time? Um, <laughs> wow. And it is, it's, I mean, there are, yeah, many different, like, creative people. And, I mean, yeah, being able to reach out to people and have people say, like, yes to meeting up in ways that uh, maybe mm-hmm. they wouldn't have before has been really cool. Yeah. It's been cool. I've played more games with more people over the past year and a half than I ever had in the past. Hmm. Just purely because that whole barrier of, hey, do you want to play a game online has kind of been eroded and that's been really cool yeah so you play you play mostly online then i'm guessing yeah uh, i mean definitely the past like obviously through kind of lockdowns and stuff yeah um i actually had a really surreal experience about a month ago where the group that i've been playing with for the past year um who i'd only ever met online we met up in person and played some games together over a weekend and it was really 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 surreal (laughs) <laughs> after so long of not playing in person but it was really nice i i can't decide which i've gotten so comfortable with playing games like virtually that mm-hmm. it's going to be an entirely different experience going back to like playing games in person really it's strange yeah it's that we we went out and got drinks together and stuff and like i hadn't set foot in that kind of situation for a year and a half and it felt like you know like when you were like 18 and you first went out or i guess 21 <laughs> in the states so you first went out and you didn't yeah. quite know what you were meant to do and like oh are they gonna throw me out it felt a bit like that it was very strange <laughs> i find this so fascinating because i didn't actually get into tabletop games until the pandemic so i've never actually played with people in person so i don't even know what that's like to compare it to so to hear kind of like the the both sides perspective as well as like the fact that you like went back into it and how weird it feels is interesting exciting i hope yeah, I mean, to be able to it was do weird in, in a nice way yeah <laughs> i mean i weird feel like in a nice way definitely everyone's social anxiety or at the very least it feels like mine has like ratcheted up exponentially when going out in like public and talking with people i constantly feel like i say stuff and i'm like was that okay could i have said that <laughs> <laughs> like and it's it's not even it's mostly just being things like uh haha yeah and then not having a good response is mostly like where my brain <laughs> short circuits apparently um learning to deal with like an awkward silence again after so long of not experiencing them is definitely a thing <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and it's like there's less there's less space in conversations as well i notice like when you're like with someone in person it's like i feel like on virtual i mean and, and now we're just going off on a complete tangent excuse me um but it, it feels like uh virtual there's more space to like kind of sit in a moment and like check in before like responding with things and oftentimes in person it's very much of a like everything is kind of happening at once in a way um and it it feels 
different, which is interesting because this is like a lot of these storytelling games we play are improv based. So uh, everything is usually always happening at once, but it's interesting. Dynamic. I think with playing online um, because of like time delays and tech and stuff, I think we've all got used to like turn taking and letting people speak Mm -hmm. and waiting until we know that people are finished and then you get together in person and it just completely goes out of the window (laughs) and everyone's talking over each other because everyone's just excited to be together again which is really cool and really nice but also really overwhelming sometimes i saw a tweet where it's like every interaction is like talking with my eighth grade crush and (laughs) i was like "Ooh, i don't like this but it feels exactly i completely understand what that means yeah absolutely what game are you most excited or would you most hope to play in like an in-person space versus like a virtual space? Ooh, we, so when I first started playing games online last year, we played a big campaign of um, Blades in the Dark, which mm-hmm. I'd never played before. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think I would just really love to play that in person with the same people. Cause we played it for like, 12 weeks maybe 16 weeks it was a super long game it was really fun um yeah and i I think i would really love to just sit down with that group and play a game of blades in person even though probably wouldn't actually do any playing we just i don't know if i can swear on your show or not we just you can you can rubbish (laughs) each other (laughs) oh yeah we're we're uncensored radio so you can you can oh good curse or whatever um you know so long as we're being respectful of each other like Uh that's just the rules of my show (laughs) (laughs) general respect please yeah yeah fair absolutely um which i guess we'll we'll get into when we explore um the game that we're going to be playing today which is going to be uh speaking of improv very improv based Uh, So we should, I guess, get into prep for that a little bit um, so that we we have time to do do the thing in its entirety. Um, But before we do, we do have a couple of on-air reads here for the station, and we will be reading those right now. Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by Peters Valley School of Craft. Peters Valley presents the Fall Craft Fair at the Sussex County, New Jersey Fairgrounds on September 25th and 26th. Visitors can browse and buy handcrafted pieces from over 100 exhibiting artists. Ticket sales support Peters Valley School of Craft, fostering creative thinking through fine craft education programs and events. Tickets and more information at petersvalley.org. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all con- so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org/donate. If you are an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register Radio Free Brooklyn as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming Radio Free Brooklyn events. COVID safe, of course. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Thank you in advance. 
Okay. Let's game. Let's do it. Uh, today, we're going to be playing Loopy Lore. It's a game that was created by Gwil Bandini. Literally just called Loopy Lore Games. Uh, but thank you, Gwil, for creating that. Very much appreciate it. Uh, Loopy Lore is a card-based game uh, that basically creates or that basically has prompts for people to tell stories together. Um, we, there are like many different card decks, very specifically, it's not like a deck of like playing cards. There's like action cards, roll cards, places cards, setting cards, theme cards, and plot twist cards. And we set them all up in interesting varieties using different storytelling structures that are created and provided by the game itself uh, in a number of different chapters that lead up to a big finale. We draw the cards um, as structured in the different chapters for the genre that we create. And when each of us draws a card, uh, depending on what's on it, that helps us decide what we're, what part of the story we're going to tell. We only have, um, you know, the manual says uh, 30 seconds. We're going to start with a minute so that we figure out what we're doing. Um, but we only have like about a minute or so to tell the piece of story that we have. Uh, there are plot twist card cards that can come into play during this, um, but we're basically going to just be semi-fast action telling a story. And that's basically it. Um, the story setup requires us to do world building ahead of time, uh, which is also card draw based. Um, and we, do, we did do that off air um, so that we could kind of Kind of get our grounding a little bit ahead of time um brianna do you want to read the setup that we have here sure uh so the setup <laughs> the setup we have we're doing fairy tales um and so our story is about uh halloween it takes place in a the the futuristic hotel the no, future. I'm sorry. It takes place in the future. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and we are the number one player, number one fan, and we are at the hotel. Yes. And yes. Um, and then we also create the, like, what's going to happen in the finale ahead of time, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so the... Um... <laughs> the <Damn> innkeeper... <laughs> the innkeeper hunts at the stadium i apologize for laughing but we <laughs> thought this was gonna be a fairy tale and just the verb hunts just it it's gonna be, be interesting a, how we get there it might be a horror fairy tale i think it's really what might be happening here it does say that the um the titles are just structure so it doesn't have to be mm -hmm, a fairy mm -hmm. tale it's just a fairy tale structure Oh gosh, I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna that's be fair. Fun. That's fair. It's yeah. Be ridiculous. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> we, uh, we're definitely going to get into some shenanigans today, um, <laughs> which is gonna be really fun. Um, so the fairy tales has three chapters and then the finale. Each of us get three plot twists per person, which we also drew ahead of time. We are not telling each other what those are. We'll just play it as we do them um of course we're not all sitting in the same room together so in terms of playing card decks we i have rigged up a little spreadsheet here with numbers assigned to each of them and we will be rolling automated dice in order to draw from the 54 card decks for each of the different kind of like prompts so we are going to randomize it a little bit but yeah, so that's basically what we've done. And I guess we should just, you know, like, we should just get into it. I mean, we have our setup and we should 
do that yeah, play let's thing. Get into it. Yeah. So, chapter one. Uh, chapter one involves three different types of cards. There's the place card, the action card, and the roll card. Um, would y'all like, Chris? Would you like to do the honors and draw the first card? Sure. Uh, take your pick. You can pick any of them. Of those so three. I'm gonna pick the. I'm gonna pick the place card. Cool. And the place we are in is 51. The street. The street. Starts on a street. Okay, uh, let me start your timer here. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> uh, listen, I said a minute, and it's going to be a minute. Oh my god! You got this. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, let's go. Okay, so the story begins on a street, uh, a rainy street, on the way to. Right, our setup was Futuristic Halloween Hotel. We're going to a convention. <laughs> this is a, a Halloween convention at a big fancy hotel at the end of the street cool. filled with all the number one fans for a thing that I'm going to let one of you define on your turn because I can't think of anything. Amazing. Um... You have 20 seconds. Use them or not. Oh, God. A minute is a very <laughs> long time to talk for. <laughs> um, I mean, you can say I'm done if you want to. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm setting us <laughs> up and I'm done. Okay. Great. So, we've got a street in front of a convention. I'm into it. I feel like I completely cheated them by just repeating the setup, but I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, that's how fairy tales start. <laughs> Once, Once upon a American time. Night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the land far, far away. Okay. Um, I'll draw the next card. Why not? Um, I will do... I will do the roll card. So let me roll for that really quick. What do we have? A two. A fortune teller. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I should start timing myself. Okay. Um... Right, so we have a fortune teller uh, who is in the middle of the street. So because they, um, this is kind of a fan convention at this fancy hotel for Halloween, um, something that I like to do to set the mood is have this fortune teller uh, sit in front of the hotel. And so for the number one fans that are in a line there, uh, this fortune teller will sit there and tell uh, fake fortunes of you coming... Um, experiencing your doom or other spooky type things um and it's always kind of vaguely based on like aspects of their of your like life that you like sort of pretend that like that you because it's like a fortune teller so there's a little bit of like a, they kind of the fortune teller reads the person and then says you will experience uh a, a deadline you can't meet or something and then they go into the to the Halloween convention. Um, and that is my time. <laughs> I talk a lot. This is a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> it is a horror story. We'll see what okay. happens. We'll um, see what happens. So I have action left? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so action. Uh, I have... Uh, 
I have flirt. Um, <laughs> okay. The the, 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 the fortune teller already going to the convention? Um, I don't know. Tell the story. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Go. So as um, the fortune teller turns to go into the convention, you are dressed, you, I, whoever this person is, is dressed up in their... I'm sorry, I have to do it anime best. They have a cloak. They have like the blue hair and it's like, yeah, you could tell my for my future, but like, do you see me in it? And the fortune teller turns and is a little, not uncomfortable, like kind of interested in it because like she did foresee something uh, exciting happening, but like she can't really tell at the moment because she was about to walk away, whether it was actually exciting or like I'm about to get like, I don't know, flung off a cliff. But she was like, yeah. huh, that's interesting. Um, and then I'm done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, have fun with that, guys. Okay. So, <laughs> so for, I guess for our first chapter, um, we basically just have the setup that, uh, like, there's this one part of the convention where there's this person, like, this fortune teller who basically just, like, flirts with people at the door. Look, I accidentally thought I had... When I went through it, I was like, oh, I got Lair as a place. And then realized I wasn't place, I was an action. I was like, ooh, this changes everything <laughs> that we're doing right now. Uh, well, we'll see, we'll see how we can, I guess, build on this <laughs> in uh, chapter two. Do we want to go in reverse order? To... Oh, damn. I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> How'd that work? It's almost like we're friends or something. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I... Oh, God, it's roll... I can't do it. So yeah, again. so chapter two is it has two roll cards and one action card. Okay, um, I will do roll. I literally already forgot what I rolled. Um, oh great, uh, <laughs> monster. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Uh, okay, ready go. Uh, 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 so after uh, you or the person was you were flirting with the fortune teller, um, someone approached. And you thought it was really just like a really cool, uh, like kaiju type monster um, cosplay in this Halloween hotel because everyone's both like dressed as Halloween characters and also as like anime and video game characters. And then you realize that like when he turns and takes a bite out of like the the giant castle that's like beside the fortune telling booth that he is either real committed to his craft of like eating the foam or that is an actual monster who has broken into the hotel into the hotel convention and like oh gosh the the it doesn't matter like some people have some like uh blasters or whatever they use in star trek to try to take him down but they forgot that the blasters were fake because this is a cosplay convention we're all doomed um and i go bye great <laughs> Let's escalate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very quickly, very quickly. Okay, I'll, 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 I guess I'll, I'll do the I'll do the action card. Amazing! Wow. Um, that's that's just all I have to say. Wow, amazing. <laughs> okay. I've I've got it. All right. I I rolled, and the action card I have is jump. So uh, this monster takes a bite out of 
I can't remember what, um, but this monster takes a bite and it's clearly, it's a monster and everyone is panicking. And then there's one person who, um, you know, they've, they've read a lot of like fantasy or whatever. <laughs> um, and they have been really obsessed with going to the uh, futuristic Ren Fair, because this is set in the future, um, <laughs> where uh, they go, uh, like, they like going to see all of the uh, Renaissance, like, not the Renaissance, like the fancy swords that people make for future. And so they pull out their big, uh, like laser sword that they have that's like ma like made so that shapes like a regular sword like that's the way the laser is shaped but it is a laser sword and they jump up onto the banister and go ah and jump over to uh, take a swing at the monster and that's my time <laughs> amazing so yeah <laughs> there yeah. you go so I have the roll, right? <laughs> yeah now you have the other roll okay Thief. A thief. Ooh. A thief. Ready, go. Okay, so the this person jumps over the banister with their enormous laser sword, and this massive fight kicks off inside the lobby of the hotel um, with this swords person kind of hacking at the kaiju monster that's like biting chunks out of the scenery, trying to get hold of them, and breathing Lock lasers first. and fire. And, oh, oh, no. oh, oh, pausing it. <laughs> Brianna's got a flash twist. What do you have? I have zombie bite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like waiting for someone to bite something. Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Okay. I you ready? This. Yeah. Okay. Um, as this fighting's happening, what we realize, the camera pans out, and it's not just a kaiju monster. Somehow this is like a kaiju zombie apocalypse. <laughs> like the kaiju monster was just the forerunner for a wave of zombies that's taking over this lobby of this hotel. And the sword fighter has been bitten by one of the, gets bitten by one of the zombies and she goes down and she falls at the feet of the thief i guess this is someone dressed as like a fantasy like D, &D style thief you know like leather yeah. armor and like a cloak and <laughs> the th they, they exchange like don't let it go without me and she's like <laughs> you won't die in vain takes the sword oh, amazing and oh that's it uh, thank god my time's up <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just saw I had zombie and I'm like this has to happen I'm cliffhanger <laughs> um Aaron you haven't gone first or last do you want to go first or last <laughs> uh sure I'll um I'll go I'll go last <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> fine I'll go first um it's chapter three, right? Yeah, yeah. We're on chapter three. There are two action cards and one place card. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Um. <laughs> uh, what did you pick? Oh, oh no. Okay. Did you? <laughs> Sorry. What's happening? Um, I'm professional. Hi, I picked place. Okay. Um, and the place I picked is a ship. So thank God we're in a convention. <laughs> in a hotel. Okay. <laughs> We're in a convention, okay? Okay, okay. Right. so she, 
So she picks up the sword and she realizes that like the lobby of the hotel, there's too many people. People are streaming out of the doors. They're streaming into the convention because there's like some really good Funko Pops they need to get and mm. like screw the monsters. They got to keep going. But she like has to like guide the zombified kaiju and like thank goodness her cosplay like covers the arms and the legs fully. Like the only place that could possibly get bitten is like her face, but that's like a weird place to bite. So she's like running into the convention and there's like a giant pirate ship for some reason and she like Plot beckons twist. the monster <laughs> no <laughs> oh, okay here we go what what do you got <laughs> i got mysterious portal this is payback <gasps> yes <laughs> okay <laughs> okay amazing oh we're doomed okay i'm okay. ready Let's uh, so she, she she jumps on the pirate ship, beckons the kaiju to come, and then as she turns to like I don't know stab it in the throat, she trips and like falls through like the the main deck of the ship through a portal and lands like on a grassy field, and it doesn't even look futuristic. It almost looks she she glances, she sees like a calendar in the forefront, and it looks like is that 2019? She does like 3,000 years in the past. Oh gosh! And but unfortunately, the zombie comes oh. back with her. That's that's the time. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> she got real good eyesight seeing a calendar in the distance. <laughs> yeah, the like field. on a field, like <laughs> on a grassy field, is a calendar. Yes. Amazing. This is my world. Okay, I, I know mean... why. I know why. I don't know. All right, Chris, it's all you. She looks up and she realizes that this isn't a field. This is a football field and she's inside a stadium and the calendar <laughs> that she's seeing is the date on the massive screen. And she lets out our old scream as she stands up. Nice. She hears this enormous scream and she realizes Plot that, twist. wait, oh no. <laughs> are, are you ready for this giant, uh, for, for the scream? Um, your plot twist is uh, an alien invasion. <laughs> Wait, we're still dealing with the kaiju, the zombie That's fine, kaiju. I've got it. I've got we're it. It's good. But wait, there's more. Oh, dear. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Go. As the screams start, she sees the aliens coming down. She thinks, shit, I'm in 2019. This is the alien invasion of 2019 when aliens <laughs> invaded at the Super Bowl and they fought <laughs> off a kaiju monster that came out of nowhere. Shit, I'm in history. I'm a part of history. I made this happen and that's where I'm ending. That's <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when aliens invaded the oh Super Bowl? Oh my god, in yeah. It was, yeah, that was like wild. right after Beyonce performed and like she was so yeah. excellent. Then the, then the lights went out and that was like 2016, my bad. Um, yeah. But still, when the aliens came, that Aaron had fun the with only that. Reason, yeah. The only reason the Pats won was because of the alien invasion. <laughs> As someone who went to college in Boston, I am not offended by that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So convincing. Okay. Oh dear. I have deal is my action. Okay. So just remember that 2019 Super Bowl Maroon 5 performed at the halftime show. Oh god, he did. Oh, ooh, helpful. Oh. Um so this is the 2019 uh Super Bowl and um the aliens have descended. There's also this uh this <laughs> kaiju uh who is a zombie at the same time like really like just running around the field uh, basically attacking like all the players at this point because why not and this aliens come down and um the aliens uh are are like you know 
uh, clearly, I mean, they're they're looking for invasion at some point. At some point. Oh no! What is it? Buried treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck up that football field. <laughs> Buried treasure inside Travis Scott. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the aliens come down and they say, "We're looking for this treasure. We have this map." And uh, the person says, "Okay, I'm going to cut you a deal. I will take that map from you." And you can have the zombified Maroon 5s. They will do whatever you say, because if they're zombies, they don't have brains. Um, please take them. And they say yes. I <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's, I guess that's the end of, um, <laughs> of chapter three. Um, now it's time um, for the finale. <laughs> is the finale the things we already pulled, or is it, um, that's just the ending? Um, so, like, the finale is, I think, basically, to win, so to win the game, the ending must be told. So we can okay. introduce these cards... Um, I mean, so, oh, shit. Well, so we could have introduced these cards over the course of previous chapters, like, uh, Chris did with the stadium. Helpful. Um, but we do need to incorporate the other two if we're going to quote-unquote win together okay. the whole thing. So we I mean, still I need think, to incorporate... I think everyone's a winner. <laughs> well, we need innkeeper it's true. and I feel hunt. like a winner. I feel like a winner I think, playing. <laughs> I think Hunt can definitely come. Hunt and Innkeeper yeah. need to come yeah. back into play in some form okay. as we're telling this final chapter. Of yeah, thank you for getting us to the football stadium, Chris. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, you're on it. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Innkeeper's sort should... of like a quarterback, right? They're basically the same thing. I mean, we I already mean, have like not, portals. Like, I, I do portals have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, Aaron, I think you're do reverse order. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fine. I'll go. <laughs> um, I'll do. I'll do action again. Because uh, the fun, the finale for this is action, action in place here. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I rolled a thirty-seven. That's <laughs> that's a borrow. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> here we go. So. All of this is happening, and the aliens take up uh, this fan's deal to get him with Zombified Maroon 5, and um, she takes the treasure and is going to run with it um, when the innkeeper shows up with a, um, a borrowed... <laughs> the innkeeper from the hotel borrowed this weapon from one of the other fans who was there and has popped out and is seemingly um, like a rogue alien that has been on the planet the whole time was like exiled from uh, their alien brethren and have been on this planet and found out about this treasure and they're like no you don't understand what that treasure is you need to give it to me now I like and I am going to threaten you with this weapon I borrowed to uh, give me that treasure because it's not safe in any other hands. And that's the end of my turn. <laughs> oh, God. I thought the innkeeper just showed up like, hey, I also <laughs> found the portal. I, listen, okay. I will follow instructions. <laughs> I also found the portal, and by the way, I've been an alien on the planet the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Do you think an innkeeper doesn't know everything that's happening in their hotel? 
I would think an innkeeper, as soon as a comic convention happened, they just like evaporate into the mist until it's over <laughs> because they're like, I don't want to deal with these. I don't want to deal with these people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have place and action. Who's next? I don't remember actually. I don't remember. <laughs> I'll How about oh, Chris? Dang it! I don't want to. I don't want to finish. No. This <laughs> I was going to give you the honor, but okay. <laughs> Uh, so action 43 that is clean okay okay interesting remind me who's trying to get treasure to who so a rogue alien (laughs) is threatening the number one fan uh to say give me that treasure map that you just got cut that you just cut a deal with the alien invasion people with to get okay why did I vote say to go next? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is, this is the way it goes. All right, ready? Mistake. Go, go, go. <laughs> Mistake. Okay. Wow. The whole time the innkeeper was Tom Brady in disguise. And so <laughs> oh my God. he grabs the treasure map <laughs> and he runs upfield and he throws the cleanest, the most clean Hail Mary pass you've ever seen down the field to the aliens there's this really cool shot as it sails over the head of the kaiju that's getting overrun by zombies and dragged down and something happens that's just gone out of my head it was in my head and it's disappeared (laughs) like magic like magic (laughs) the treasure map just evaporates in the air into smoke and Everything falls still. Everything goes still. All the aliens stop. All the zombies stop. All the crowds stop. Because what the hell just happened? I'm done. I don't know what, I don't know what just happened to my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I completely dropped the ball then. I mean, you, you made your own plot twist. I love it. <laughs> plot have twist. We used, Chris's memory. Have we used Hunt yet? No. No. Okay. <laughs> it's all you. Okay. So I got place. And uh, I got, ooh, I got docs. Okay, all right. Okay, wait, nope. just to recap quickly, uh, Tom Brady, he threw it, and then the, the aliens, ha- things happened. Things happened, yeah. Things happened. Okay. Yeah, he, he threw the treasure towards the aliens, or the treasure <laughs> map towards the aliens, and then the treasure map disappeared, and everyone, like, froze, like, what? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Because that's okay. the shocking thing about what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone if really any- wants to know where this treasure map is. Okay. If anyone plot twists me while I try to do this, as we will. <laughs> it's all you. All it's right. all you. I'm ready. So, uh, everyone's frozen. You, or whoever the main character girl is with her sword. <laughs> We're second person over here. Uh, look at yeah. Tom Brady. And Tom Brady is like, I have to hunt these aliens down in this timeline but i need to get you back so you sprint towards she sprints towards the docks and he like does a magic hand wave and a portal opens back and then you slip through Plot twist. The, oh I, I swear to god <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 villain monologue <laughs> villain monologue villain mo- I'm so mad at you. <laughs> um, okay, so as you go to like jump through the portal, the aliens have actually beaten you there, and they're like, you don't understand. 2019, we are trying to save you from 2020, and you're like, yo, I read about that history book. I don't give a shit. Y'all should have been wearing your mask. Slips through the portal, ends up back at the convention. The convention's cleaned up because it's futuristic, and then, I don't know, you, you get some 
Pocky and you, you end the convention and you're real happy. <laughs> She's real happy and everything's good. The end. <laughs> wow. How dare you, Pocky? Coming soon. <laughs> coming soon to a movie theater near you. An A24 production. Wow. Uh, Especially is... if it continues to go from second to third person. I think it could become a cult classic. <laughs> I think it's become so. a cult classic. I think it's going to mark the renaissance of Nicolas Cage's career, frankly. <laughs> Nicolas Cage playing Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, that man can do everything, so. <laughs> I will say this game, like, at first, I was like, oh, I'm going to be so confused going into it. And now I'm like, I get it. I, <laughs> I get, get it. it. You get it? It's chaos. It's Pure chaos. chaos. <laughs> It's, Ooh. what dare I say, loopy? Oh. Oh. Okay, I have to what? go. Goodbye forever. Um. <laughs> no, 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 we still have more time. Um, <laughs> I, and actually, because we have more time, do you want to do, do you want to add the chaos to 30 seconds per story, per story card? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we can do, looks like Lone Wolf is a little shorter for a setup, for yeah. like the sure. setting structure. I think that sounds good. We would, we should. Do we want to keep the same world building? We should probably do a different ending. Let's do a different world building. Let's just do the whole thing. Yeah. I have an idea. One person, or like Chris and I can roll, and then Aaron, you just hunt down what we're rolling. Teamwork. 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 Okay, great. So we're gonna do that world building real quick, so our listeners get to hear what we did off air the first time. We're just gonna quickly whip it up again and um, see what we do. So, world building specific. Our story is about... Someone give me a theme number. Eight. Four. Oh. <laughs> use both. Use both. Eight. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> sure, we'll use both. Um, they are complete... I love how... Um, so, I got friend... It's friendship and romance. <laughs> so, we're going to go friends to lovers. I love it. Amazing. So love the theme okay. is friends to lovers. Um... It takes place in. Give me a setting. Uh, uh, twenty-three. Setting twenty-three. It's a talent show. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> Sorry. Friends to lovers immediately. Friends to lovers at a talent show. show. It's perfect. Uh, we are the. I would like a 40. roll. Forty. Oh. We are the 40, uh, the royal heir. Oh, no. <laughs> royal heir. Uh, and we are at the... 10. Oh. <laughs> desert. A talent show in a desert. Yolo. Friends lovers. <laughs> okay, and now we need to have the cards that we need to, the words that we need to incorporate in some way, shape, or form during the game. Um, so our story is like this. The roll. Someone give me a roll. 18? Okay, the hacker. Oh, dear. God. Uh, will do what? Someone give me an action 50. number. 53. 53. Will trick. Okay. And five. 
at the arena. We're at another damn arena. So the we hacker will trick world. at the arena. <laughs> no, we, can no. I mean, we can change that. Unless this story also ends at the 2019 Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> and the aliens also show up. I I'm willing to see where this goes. I'm, I'm, it's yeah, a I'll franchise, it. okay? Okay, great. Um, and we each get two plot twists for players so we will need to roll those individually and keep them to ourselves uh these are private surprises for us and our listeners during the game if we use them so let's just roll those for ourselves really quick oh my god <laughs> sorry i got zombie bite again i just called it out because i'm not doing it again yeah do a different one i had possessed by a demon last time and i didn't get a chance to use oh, it that would have been oh, good tom brady could have been possessed by a demon Adam Levine could have been possessed by a demon. If you had done that plot, he could very well be. I can make this work. I've been saying that about Adam Levine. I got giant robots. It was a tie between alien invasion and giant robots for the screen. Okay. I'm ready. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, as ready as it's possible to be. Okay, so we are the royal heir at a talent show set in the desert. Uh, the theme is friends to lovers, um, and at the end, a hacker will trick in the arena. Whatever that means. Yeah. Um, we and we can incorporate those at any time into the story, but they need to be told before the end. Okay, we got a chapter one. Uh, we're only doing 30 seconds per round, just like that. Yeah. Um, Brianna, do you want to pick the first card? Chapter one has a I place, don't. a role, and an action. Uh, I'll take a place. Okay. Because y'all seem to have fun with taking it and then being like, good luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're at a museum, y'all. <laughs> 41. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Go. Oh. oh, God. Uh, so, uh, I, me, the, the royal heir is just, you know, really interesting. They had like a school trip to a museum. By school trip, it's just them because they are tutored. Um, and they were really hoping that they were able to bring along their best friend who is known colloquially in their little school as the hacker. Um, who uh, And they are going up to the exhibits it. because um, the royal heir kind of like wants to steal stuff because like technically everything in the museum is like their family's. Time. But, like, colonialism took it all. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to I have to use that extra second. Necessary. Thank Necessary. You. Yep. Okay. Um Chris, you wanna go next? Oh god. I will take <laughs> an action. No I'll take a roll. We'll introduce a character. Do it. Twenty two a victim. Mm. Okay. Mm. So while the royal heir is roaming around the halls of the museum looking at all the exhibits and the things that their family definitely didn't steal, um, <laughs> come across a dead body lying on the floor. Um, Plot twist. Oh, God. <laughs> Coffee break. Aaron! Coffee break. <laughs> there is a person on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> what a better time so, for caffeine. Yeah. They come yeah. across a dead body lying on the floor. They are pinned to the floor underneath an enormous statue that they were trying to lift. And as the air finds this, security guard comes running in like, oh my God, what happened? I just went on a coffee break and this has happened. Someone's died on my watch. Good one. Uh, 
have fun with that. <laughs> I will at that. Um, I like okay. that. That worked. Let's see. Action. Let's roll here. We got a one. Don't even have to scroll that far for that. Um, sing. <laughs> There's a dead body. Okay. It's just now pitch perfect for. Uh, okay, I've got it. So the royal heir is uh, very surprised and shocked by the fact that there's this like dead person on the ground, and uh, their best friend, the hacker, um, has uh, this thing where they will um, sing a song of mourning for whoever is like dead to kind of help them pass along to the next side because why not um, and as the hacker is singing this song um, the royal heir is very taken by the beautiful timbre of their voice of the uh, hacker's voice um, oh that's it my turn oh dear god okay okay that's chapter one <laughs> <laughs> god goodness Dan Brown, eat your heart out. <laughs> Look at the stars. That's not Dan Brown. <laughs> um, okay. No. Chapter so two. A children's book about music. Mm. Um. Chapter two. Are we are we reverse ordering it? Am I gonna Uno reverse myself here? Can just. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll pick a place. Oh, right, and chapter two has a place, a role, and an action. For mm -hmm. those who are listening, let's see, 43. A cave. Oops. All right. So, uh, okay. So they're in the middle of having this kind of odd touching moment over a dead body when uh, suddenly um, the Plot entire twist. of the museum, oh no, what do you have? <laughs> Poisoned. Oh no! I was gonna plot twist with a good thing. <laughs> okay, okay. You still can. You can no, plot two plot no, twists. No, no. Keep... Okay, you know what? You know what? Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so, like Uno. We can stack um, So they, the entire museum starts to collapse, and suddenly they realize there's this cave at the back that they can run into to save themselves. But once they get into the cave, they realize that there are poisonous snakes in it, and uh, the royal heir oh, gets poisoned. No, why is there another one? There are only three <laughs> seconds left. What? <laughs> uh, there's only three seconds left. Uh, I can try. I can try. Do it. It'll be the my power problem. of friendship. Um. Uh, and the hacker dives in to take the blow for the royal heir. Friendship. There you go. That's three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> the power of friendship. Or is it more? Friends to love. Friends to romance. Friends to lovers. There you go. Okay. I was just like, someone's going to possibly die. We need, we need the Nakama to jump in. Okay. Not yet. Someone's still poisoned. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Chris, are you up? I think I'm up. Okay, You've got an I'm action take, or a roll. I'm gonna take a roll. Monster. Okay. Oh no! God damn it! You can pick another one if you want to. Like we don't want repeats, or you can go with it. Up to you. I mean, a zombie in a convention is not the same um, as a reminder, real Reminder that this is um this is chapter two, and we've only used hacker and not trick or arena. I've only That's used hacker. Uh, monster in a cave full of snakes at the back of a collapsing museum. Okay. Like okay. Okay. So yeah, let's go. Go. So 
The best friend dives in front of the snakes and as they're getting poisoned to death by snakes, the Royal Air realizes that the security guard who went on the uh, coffee break is slowly transforming into a monster. Oh no. And they're now faced with a horrible choice, which is run over the back of their friends to save themselves and see if there's an exit from this cave or fight the monster. Plot twist. And they unfortunately, oh God. Can't stop dancing. <laughs> Aaron, this is a serious situation. Are you sure? <laughs> How dare you? Footloose is an important film. <laughs> it is an important film. Mm. Okay. The the last bars of the song that their friend was singing, the song of the dead, ring in their ears, and they're suddenly possessed by the urge to dance. And they. That's 30 seconds. Oh, um, oh no. I suddenly can't hear you. Oh, I can't hear Aaron. Oh, no, it's back. Oh. No, it's back. Oh. I was like, I can't hear anything. Oh, that was very distressing. <laughs> um, hopefully that recording <laughs> happens. Um, Ruro. Yikes. Okay, well, um, we don't have a keep, lot of time. Uh, keep gonna, going. Yeah, I mean, let's keep going. Um, I mean, so the last thing, like, I heard was that they, was that, um you that there that uh they couldn't stop dancing uh from the song basically yeah the song plays in the head they're possessed with the power of dance and they have a dance battle with the monster who is the security guard amazing perfect okay 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 oh god um so i have picked well i haven't picked it's the only one left is action and i rolled a 36 which is struggle okay ready no. Um, okay. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, who's alive? Is the is the Royal Air dead or is the hacker Royal dead? Royal Air is alive. The hacker's dead. The hacker is dead. Or, or dying. Dying. Okay. Yeah, poison. Okay. So the Royal Air is breakdancing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 With with the monster. Uh, got it. Yeah. Um. So the Royal Air is struggling to make sure that they both keep an eye on the hacker as well as keeping an eye on the monster, and they're like, we must trick the the monster to i don't know dance into this like little area of the cave that kind of looks shifty and then and then the uh they do this like bitch and backflip and the, the monster tries to also do it and then like slips into some rocks and then i don't know they like run up to the the hacker who's like and it's like don't worry my my closest friend from childhood i will save you and then they do a stop I was gonna pop that, that was it. That was it. Wow, the drama. Okay, now we have our finale. Oh wait, shoot. <laughs> I was gonna be like, I should probably be next, shouldn't I? Damn you. You can be next if you want to. I don't wanna be next, but I also don't wanna be last. So you wanna be in the middle. Yeah, that's what that word is. Okay. <laughs> um Cool. Chris, do you want to go next, or do you want to go I last? I can go next, yeah. I can go next. I don't go know. for it. Go for it. All right. So I'll go oh, and action, also, right? we need to keep Arena. That's the last thing we need to get. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think and I know how to get Arena, But the finale, all of the, all of the choices are action, so it's only mm -hmm. action. Yeah. So I rolled a two, which is dance, and we've already had dance, <gasps> but I'm going to keep it anyway, because I have something. Okay, great. Go for it. Okay, so as this dance battle is happening, the hacker drags himself out of the pit of snakes and they start dancing in the clutches of death. And suddenly all the walls fall down and we reveal, and all these spotlights come on. And Paula Abdul's there and Simon Cowell's there and Randy Jackson's there. <laughs> no. And the crowds start roaring and we're in an arena and it's the final of American Idol. 
and a dance battle is happening on stage because it's i guess it's america's got talent not american idol but it's still american idol <laughs> for sure i don't care we're making it up uh, well that's all that was but well, that was perfect timing that was the end they of the switch judges and shows i love it okay incredible yeah <laughs> okay you know, it's, uh, all, it's all sh sharing with each other all that stuff <laughs> okay uh, action uh uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Howell say something horrific. Uh, I got summon. Oh, no. Okay, great. Go with okay, it. Don't use don't use monsters. Okay, uh, okay. Um, so uh, as they are looking around, uh, as the royal heir is looking around, all the stage lights and the hackers looking at the stage lights, they they summon the courage to be able to perform that perfect move together. They like synchronicity, synchron whatever the word is. They work together, and it's the perfect move. And not only does the whole crowd stand on their feet, but even Simon Cowell. Or however you pronounce his name, he smirks, which is like so much more than they are anticipating. Oh Tens God. across the board. The monster has imploded after the rocks. I don't know. He's over wow. there and he's just sad. And stop the, stop the timer. That's it. <laughs> All right, I get to wrap it up. You've, I mean, you basically wrapped it up for me. So thank you. Um, <laughs> you, get the, you get the dramatic. You get the fun ending. Yeah, I got you, it. You get the you get the to lovers part of the ending. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I got I got one again, which is sting <laughs> again. But you know what? I kind of want to go with it because I have an idea. Okay. Right. Thirty seconds. Let's do this. So the crowd is going wild and uh, everyone is like cheering. This is like the best performance they've seen all night. It's been mostly a lot of like judgments and like laughing at people being terrible at things because that's what these shows are, unfortunately. Um, and uh, then the royal heir stands up and starts to sing and it's uh, there. It's the morning song again, um, but it's like a romantic version. And then the royal heir and the hacker do a duet together and it's even more beautiful and they're in love. Yay. That's it. <laughs> it's really distressing being able to see the timer go. <laughs> Beautiful. We and love enemies. Friends to lovers, monsters, colonialism. We love it all. We we do. We really had everything. This wow. was that so was much amazing. fun. That was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to places I never expected to go. Mm. <laughs> Like 2019, a comic convention. <laughs> so many things, so many places we're going. In the middle of a stadium with an alien invasion and zombies and a and Tom and Brady. <laughs> yeah. It's that's real. Uh incredible. Um well thank you, uh, Chris, for being here and playing this with us. That was so today. much fun. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to play other games in the future. But in the meantime, um, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you and support you on the interwebs or wherever? Yeah. Um, so my name's Chris Bissett. I am very online. You can always find me at, uh, on Twitter at twitter.com slash pangalactic, P-A-N-G-A-L-A-C-T-I-C. And you can find all the stuff that I do at lootetheroom.io. That's got links to all my shit games stuff sweet and our listeners know to support gameplay radio at gameplay rfb on twitter um and you can find all of our co-host information there as well um thank you for listening to gameplay radio here on radio free brooklyn take care of yourselves and each other and we'll talk to you next time bye bye bye, -bye.